Welcome everyone to another podcast of Modern World Zen. This is Josh Barzell. So last episode we were talking about how trauma can inform us of basically how we are. Um, and generally, you know, these these things are unconscious. So today I'd like to talk about something that really doesn't have anything to do with trauma sort of by definition or per se, because this is just a problem of, it's not really a problem of cognition, but it's a, it's a, a problem of the view of a certain view. And, and that's the other, this idea of an other. So, we all have an other in our lives, and we're an other to someone else, you know, to people. And this creates a very big problem. So what does that mean? Well, it means that to another human being, you're you're not a human being and likewise when you see another human being they aren't a human being they're just an other and so it's really important thing to look at um in the same vein of these discussions and meditations we've been doing um, so that's going to be our discussion for today. So how do we get over the concept of an other? It's obviously very difficult because if you if you have in your mind now an other, which I invite you to do, if it's a true other for you, you won't be able to allow that person to be anything else. That person can't be a human being to you. Because you would explain, well, of course they can't be because of this. And this bad thing will happen to me if they are. Or I'll feel miserable instantly if they are. Or I'll go crazy if they are. Or I'll do something horrible if they are. Or I just can't possibly do it. But So how can that, how does that mix? When you sort of juxtapose that on the fact that you know darn well that the person you're thinking about is the same as you. A human being just like you are. So what's going on there? Are they really that bad that they have to, that you have to sort of go against basic logic and basic science to make them such an other? You know, what did they do to you that made you not be able to see them normally, just as another human being on Earth, which clearly when they're an other, they are not. And likewise, if you're an other, what could you have possibly done, right, to make the other person not think logically or sanely to think that you weren't another human being 
inhabiting this planet exactly the same as the person who has othered you, in a sense. So it's actually a really big issue. And I think it complicates, things get complicated because of the societal or civilized structure. Because we, we have to live and work, we form relationships. And sometimes it feels impossible not to make someone into an other. We feel like our lives would fall apart. Right? And likewise, the person who has made you into another would feel as though their lives would fall apart if they didn't make you into an other. And we all have this. There's no one who's listening who doesn't understand what I'm saying. This is a case. If you've thought deeply about it, you would see that it's true for you as well. Because unless you were perfectly enlightened, you have someone that's an other. In your mind. Um, and there's not much you can do about if someone makes you an other. This is really not about changing their minds. It's really about changing your mind into trying to fit that other into a human being, a civilized human being that's also part of society. So that's what we're going to work on. So what can we say about this other, right? Does he or she have eyes and nose and mouths like we do and a head? You know, do they have arms and legs and a body like ours? Do they? Yes, they do, don't they? So is this a monster or is it a human being? Well, it's a human being. Okay. So, why have you othered this human being? What has been the reason for your doing this? Do you know? Off the top of your head? Because we shouldn't make someone into an other for a societal consideration. Because what society promotes making people into others, you know? Certainly not the society that we live in. Certainly not modern society. Modern society would never allow for a, another person to be othered. But we have things called human rights. There's no way that that, that would be allowed to occur. So why have you done it? And if you can see this other person as a human being, can you get rid of whatever societal construction you have that would prevent you from seeing that? Because I don't think the goal of society is to make an outgroup. Certainly not, it's not in our U.S. Constitution. So... Whatever, you, whatever your reason is, can't be a good reason. You've got to be able to see the person as having human rights, right? 
just like you do. And then what else do we need to do? You don't have to be the person's friend, but maybe you've gotten over your this this quality of other for this person. They, maybe they've made you into another. You can't change their mind, but you can change your own. So that's what we're going to try to do, is to say, wow, maybe I can get over that. And you don't have to call the person up and say, hey, you know, or bump into them in the street and tap them on the shoulder and say, hey, you know what? I don't hate you anymore. No, you don't have to do that. But maybe you could just do it privately where you have an acknowledgement that, um, you know, this other is no longer an other. Right? Maybe they're even weirder than they were. But at least they're a human being on planet Earth and they have human rights just like you. That's as far as you have to go. And maybe you can love them a little. I mean, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? So let's try to do that. Um, and that can be where we're going to do our meditation. We're going to change the other uh, first into a human being. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take the human being and get rid of whatever societal our own personal private societal construction that would make the person into another because no society is promoting that it's not in the constitution it's not in the u.s constitution at least i don't think it's in any other country's constitutions right so and then you have this person this human being with human rights and since they're just like you you can love thy neighbor you know as the saying goes, it's the biblical reference there. But you can have a little bit of love for your neighbor. And um, and I think in that way, again, you're not going to be able to change him or her. But if you can change just slightly, you don't have to be friends with this person. But if you can have a little bit of love, for someone who is basically the same as you are, you might have accomplished something today. And if I have helped you to do that, great. Right? But let's look at what, because this may not work. This may not be sustaining for you. So let's see what it is that would make you go back to othering this person. Right. So they're not, let's assume they haven't changed. No, normally what happens is we change. We think the person's changed. They haven't. They've stayed the same. Right. Your outlook of them has changed. But let's see if there's any reason why we would have to put them again into this other group. Maybe they're abusive. Maybe they hurt you in some way. Maybe you need a better boundary. Right. Maybe you actually didn't have good enough boundaries with this person or this group, right? But assuming that's not the case, what is it that they did that made them become an other in your mind? Must have, must have been something very specific. And my guess because I'm doing the podcasts here, 
not you. I get to guess on this kind of thing. My guess is that you're doing the same thing. So let's take this person who you've othered. You've now hopefully have some love for him or her. And you say, yes, I know what he or she did. They did this to me. And, I, and as soon as they did that, they became an other. Okay. My guess is that you're, do, you do that. That that's your thing that you do. Maybe not to this person, but to others. And the fact that they did that to you set off something, triggered, was a trigger for you because you knew that that's exactly what you do. And you couldn't forgive them for doing it. And you were so focused on what they did that you eliminated the fact that they're even a human being with human rights, as we were talking about. So, so part of our meditation is the first part. Then the second part, right, is going to be when you go deeper to find out and to try to stop doing the thing that I suspect you are that you saw them do. And because if you stop doing that, they, if they do that to you again, that you won't other them because you're not doing it yourself. You've stopped. You know? So an example would be, okay, you made this person into an other because they are, they have, they have a weird style, say. Okay, so they wear clothes that you just can't understand or something like that. Okay, and you just can't can't talk to these people who wear clothes like this. Right, this is this is a very like, you know, benign benign example. But my guess is that you wearing those same clothes, you are trying to look the same exact way, and that's why it bothers you so much. So my advice is, stop wearing those clothes. Don't dress like that. Then the person won't bother you so much. And that you'll be able to continue to have love for them. And so that's what I'd like you to meditate on um, as we wrap up. And I'll just like to say that this is a very important thing. If you can really successfully do this, um, you've really done something really, really good for yourself. Again, you can't make other people do other things, right? But if you can do this for yourself, that would be amazing for you. So hopefully that you can do that. Um, and uh, we'll wrap up there and you can meditate on that idea. So thank you very much for listening. This has been Josh Barzell for Modern World Zen.